Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast. So happy that you're here today. Hello, it's T, parent guide and harmonizer, and I'm very happy to be here with you for this episode to talk about how I needed to really massage a tool and customize it and continually customize it to see how it could fit into um, serving my family, essentially. And so we're going to get into it. I'm not going to teach the tool. I am going to tell you about how I needed to customize it. And the tool is Family Meetings, which is a wonderful, um, very, it's like a mega tool within positive discipline and there's a lot of moving pieces. So there's like a whole list of to do's and a process and a flow. And before we uh, get into all the pieces that didn't work for me and how I needed to work with it, we're gonna do what we always do. We're just gonna take a couple of nice deep breaths. Just let some light in to your body and breathe it out and breathe it in. Let it even expand beyond your body. Wonderful. Just softening anything that you've been contending with in the day so far. Just soften a little bit. So we'll get into family meetings. So you'll remember that I have two sons. They are teenagers now. They are 16 and almost 18. When I implemented, first implemented family meetings, though, they were both teenagers probably. Um, but much younger teenagers, maybe 13 and 14, 12 and uh, 14, something like that. Um, So it was definitely different than it is now, but it wasn't like I was dealing with four, six, eight-year-olds, okay? So um, there's a structure to family meetings. There's you know, everyone has to be there and everyone needs to sit around a table and it's not supposed to be mealtime. And, you know, this did not necessarily sit well, just like the whole dictating, okay, everybody has to be here and be in a certain position, sitting around a certain table, um, just didn't really sit well at, you know, I remember when we first started, my one son was like, no, I think I'll sit at the peninsula. And I was like, grr, you know, and well, that's not the way it's supposed to go. And so I had this 
rigidity, right? Rigidity, like I, I was clinging to those rules, like somehow they were magical. Uh, but really all that they served to do was to sort of separate me and him um, and, and create distance and create more of a barrier. So, you know, we, we flexed, okay, you know, you can sit wherever you like. We're not going to be watching TV and we're not going to have our phones, but you can sit where you like. Or um, actually, like last, uh, last Sunday, we had a family meeting and we, you know, I think they were sitting and I was sort of standing and it was just kind of more impromptu kind of a thing. So, you know, I'm, I just want to illuminate that we can hold ourselves to rules and, and give them power that um, is unwarranted. They don't, that really is not necessary. And we can use rules in unhelpful ways. So sitting around a table, didn't go over. Um, there was like the expectation, this expectation that I had that everyone would equally bring agenda items to family meeting. And I just want to say it was like months and months and months and months before either one of my sons really brought anything to a family meeting. And, you know, that's okay. Um, but I think it was probably my expectation and what do you have? And, you know, the energy that I brought to that expectation that kept them a little bit from bringing anything sooner. So, um, so I, I'm just eliminating my, uh, my experience. So, so there's also roles, right? There's roles with family meeting. Um, somebody is the snack maker and someone is the, the family fun activity person. And so when, we would come with these expectations of, and somebody would facilitate and we would rotate these responsibilities because that was a way to share and add variety to the contribution and all these good reasons, right? But it didn't go over so well. And so now what it's come to is if I feel like, cause I, I do like to bake. So if I feel inspired to bake something or cut orange slices or bring a snack, then I will. And if I don't, then nobody's attached to it, including me. And that is fine and that works. And by the same token with family fun activity, I mean, I used to feel like crying when it didn't go well. Um, and so now sometimes we'll have one and sometimes we won't. Like we do have um, indoor uh, snowballs. So sometimes we'll have an indoor snowball fight. Sometimes, uh, I don't know, we'll do uh, like, they'll run me around the house on piggyback. Like they're, they're both like really big, right? So that'll, and that'll be fun. Um, but we don't always have a family fun activity. If it's more impromptu and kind of like, let's make sure that we, you know, huddle up before we, you know, go do the next thing or before we scatter or before somebody has something else going on. 
um, what else? Oh, the whole starting with um, starting with celebrations and appreciations. So in the beginning, and again for months, I would have a celebration appreciation for everyone in the family, and so would my husband. And then we would like look expectantly at them, like, "What do you have?" And I think there were a few times when they each had something for everyone. And then there were some times when they only had one for one or two of us, but not their, not the brother or whatever. And it sort of struck me that like, what am I going to do? Like force someone to appreciate someone else? That is not really what this is about. It's not about force and it's not about control and dictating. So that has become something that is much more fluid now. And so when there are um, special things going on or we feel compelled to give a shout out and like, hey, thanks so much for pitching in and helping out with this, or I really appreciate the way that you did that. I love like, thanks for, you know, recognizing that you helped our neighbor do whatever. We will voice that, but not with the expectation that every one of us must have an appreciation for every single other one of us. Not saying that that's the wrong way or the right way, just making sure that I, I show the flexibility of this amazing tool and it's not all or nothing. Um, Let's see, oh, we, we have had a few tricky situations where somebody just completely slept in um, and they didn't make it to family meetings. So we did actually end up having it um, just to honor everyone who was there. So three out of four. Um, and you know we, we tried to have some conversations in, in the gap or later that day to say, hey, you know, do we need to, you know, rethink the time to a time when we know that, um, you know, somebody's not going to sleep over it or what have you. And, you know, so we, we found our ways around those, um, those challenges. I will say that we have been pretty good since we implemented about keeping it a weekly occurrence, not again, 100%, but probably 95%. Like when we're on vacation or things like that, it's not something that, you know, that even makes sense to, uh, to have when we're on vacation since we're spending more time together anyway. And there's not the um, scheduling and um, there's not the same kind of uh, an aspect to it, but keeping, um, keeping it weekly is definitely, I would say a best practice or keeping it regular. If you do bi-weekly, if you do, you know, whatever, whatever it is, um, keeping it regular is a great idea. And then I wanted to um, close out with a, a few thoughts. One is the idea of readiness, readiness for family meeting. Um, when your kids are in the different developmental stages, they'll be ready for different parts 
of family meeting. So having an expectation that everybody is going to be at the same level doing the same kind of thing. You know, your parents, you have, if you have um, more than one child, you, you need to make expect like adjust your expectations, right? It's just another, another instance of adjusting your expectations. And the other piece is to, to evaluate your own readiness. I think you can tell by some of the, the obstacles that I shared and barriers that I had to navigate with my family that I was not bringing necessarily a lightness and an openness and a, a solution kind of mindset. I was like, okay, this is how it's gonna go. And more regimented and more, um, more controlling. And that did not go over well. So I wanted to, uh, to let you know that if you have already um, implemented family meetings or you're digging into it right now, that's fantastic. Um, I think in a future episode, I will offer, you know, maybe like the top three or like a, like an overview of family meetings. Um, but I don't want to do that before I have some, uh, some other training for you to go through. So I will, uh, you have uh, an official brain check for that. All right. Take good care. I will look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.